Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to Sneaks and Stats Podcast. I'm, I'm Julian, and I got my boy, my sneakerhead boy, EJ. What is up, Co-host. y'all? We finally got this thing together. Um, we've been talking about it for a while. For a long time, since I've known you pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm just happy we finally got it going, dude. Yeah. You know, um, Good something we've been talking about, like we said, and... Good to bring an idea to life. Yeah, finally, you know. after talking about it for so long. Right. So what we what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do on this podcast? So we're gonna talk about the shoes that the NBA players wear and the stats that they had, the games they had, whether it was good or bad. What happened when they wore the shoes? What happened when they wore the shoes? Um, and basically, where where the shoe is now and what the NBA uh, what. NBA players are wearing them and where it's gone, where it's what it's gone, what it's done for culture, which is good for me because, like, I'm a huge NBA guy, yeah. But the sneaker side of it, I just I don't know, I don't know anything about it really, like, to an extent. I I know people like Kobe's, people like Kyrie's, people like Jordan's, but like, outside of that, I don't really know the details. So, I'm glad to have you guide me through this. Definitely. No, and you you know more basketball uh, than I do, for sure. I mean, I, I, I know players. I obviously love the shoes. I've been into shoes for a long time. But uh, I think, you know, putting this together is going to be good for our podcast and see who would like to listen to it. So. All right. Well, what are we starting <clears throat> with? We're going to start with the Jordan 1, man. I mean. The classic. I mean, everybody knows now, even if you're just a casual sneakerhead, that's. The, the shoe that started that's the shoe one. game. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Right. Started the culture. Um, yeah, so, you know, Jordan got drafted 1984. Yeah, Sam Bowie was drafted before him. Olajuwon Alaw- was drafted before him. Which we all al- know that. Almost makes sense, but <laughs> not really. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, he wanted originally to go to Adidas. Yeah, yeah, I remember that from the, from the last dance. That's right. what he said. He said he liked that the shoes were closer to the ground. Yes, um, yeah. Nike had just predominantly been more of a running shoe. Yeah, like a track shoe, like professional right, runners. Right, Phil Knight and his boys over there uh, were more focused on that and thought, you know what, we can open this up into the basketball market. You know, and Jordan obviously being the guy, the next one. Yeah. You know, so they went after him. Because they knew. Because I, I was, I was just watching that clip from the, from the last dance again. And David Falk, his, his agent, talks about like he went to, like, to meet with Jordan while he was still in college. Yep. And then that's when he's, he's like, he's the guy. Like, right. He's got to be the guy. Right. And early mock-ups of the, the Jordan one, um, like you said, when they brought it to him in North Carolina, they had that colorway, so it was all white with a mm. baby blue swoosh, and that was sweet. That's awesome. hard. Right. Um, so kind of like they were like kind of working on him already in that year of college, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but he's dev- he didn't make his decision yet, and then obviously Converse was still in the picture. Yeah. Um, I heard though again from the Last Dance, he said that Converse, like everyone wore Converse at that time in the right. NBA, but he he didn't want to be like a background guy, like to Magic and Bird and all those dudes. He wanted to be correct the guy. And right. that's what David Falk wanted for him, too. Right. And, and which brought it to Nike's advantage, right? So, hey, oh, we're yeah. going to make your own shoe, man. You know, yeah. We're going to mold it to your foot and whatever design that you like. We're going to yeah. hook you up with Peter Moore. 
uh, the guy that designed the Jordan One, um, and they offered him 500k. I mean, I don't know if that's out here, out there. I'm sure it's in all these documentaries that are out, Last Dance and all that. Yeah. Um, and they went. So David Falk brought that back to Converse, and turns out their offer was 100k. So I mean. <laughs> Plus, plus, they're not giving your own shoe. They wanted to market it with the weapon, right? Yeah. With uh, yeah, the and their weapon, right? And so their plan was to market that with you know magic and bird and yeah. do some commercials with that. But yeah. like you said, nah, I'm gonna do my own thing, right? Crazy, crazy. It's crazy to think that you're so good at what you do, someone will pay you just to wear the shoe. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're not doing anything. Right. Basically, the first guy to have his own shoe. Yeah. In any sport. Yeah. So, uh, really. You know, polarizing moment in sports. Um, yeah, definitely. But interesting enough, he didn't really wear it for a while. So he wore a Nike Airship. So similar form, similar yeah. stitching. I've, similar. I've seen a few photos. Yeah. But I'm not too familiar with the with the Airship. Yeah, it was. A, he had, he wore like a white with a red swoosh, and basically okay. that's all he wore. Yeah. Uh, that colorway until they came out with his shoe. Yeah. Um. And he, I mean, rookie year, like we we discussed earlier, he was torching people in the airship, right? Yeah. So you can imagine wearing his own Jordan One. Yeah. Um, crazy. Would probably lift up his kind of like his spirits to play better. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I mean, it's got to be. But the so interestingly though, what what I looked up as far as stats for it, the first the first time he wore the shoe in the NBA, November seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. He he played the Sixers with like Dr. J, Moses Malone, uh, rookie Charles Barkley, and they lost. And Jordan had like he did not have a good game. No, like, sixteen points, five rebounds, seven assists, which is not bad. But for Jordan, it's not it's not good. Four turnovers, five fouls, and then the big one, <laughs> four from four for seventeen from the field. <laughs> so, th- that's the worst percentage from the field of his rookie season. Yeah, in the, in the first game in the Jordan ones, which right. is like. Nuts. You, you know what I think too. I think, holy crap, you got to go up against Moses Malone, Doctor J. I mean, legends. At, right, and and then Charles Barkley, rookie year, who's I mean, as athletic, you know. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't. It's just it, it just seemed like a tough task, right? No, that's that's a that's a big ask, <laughs> especially Jordan's rookie year. As good as he is, as good as he is, yeah, it is it is weird that he had a bad game, but I mean. Everyone's everyone's bound to have a few here and there, right? <clears throat> so he basically what Nike told them was uh, the NBA didn't like the the black and red colorway. So the red colorway that's you know famous, uh, you know for the Jordan one, obviously, and now all different Jordans. Yeah. Um, the black and red colorway he wore for the first time during the dunk contest, the iconic. Red jersey with the with the gold chain, yeah. you know, That's just just the crazy dunk contest, iconic, like you said. Yeah, um, NBA officials kind of snitched on him, right? They talked <laughs> David Stern's first year, in 1984. They snitched on him and oh, said, "Hey, he's that. wearing the, the black and red shoe, right?" Yeah, and, and the 51 percent rule, right? Right, and Nike basically said. If, if you want to wear it, we'll pay the fine. And the first he got fined once, I believe, and it was five k, you know, back in, which would now be forty five k, fifty k, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Nike, uh, this is, it's a big deal. So Nike brand, uh, 
basically called it the band pair, right? Yeah. So the, yeah. Um, which is now called there's a shoe for that. So now the the bread there's a bread colorway that is called the band ones, um, which is awesome that they would come out with a color like that. They came out with another pair of band ones and they put X's on the back. Really. But meaning like, oh, okay, we're not allowed to, you know. You're like <laughs> these were bad. These are the ones these that you were bad. Yeah, you can't wear these. So ones. that pair is also really expensive, and that became a huge, um, that became a huge pair because of you know, it's restricted. You're not allowed to wear it. But yeah. now, but now you see the bread colorway on a lot of Jordans. Well, yeah, because they know. it was a big deal for them to like they. They didn't want they didn't want him wearing it because they had the they had the rule at the time like they were big NBA was had a huge awareness of their image yeah be, because of the seventies and just the their you know basketball really wasn't that popular mm-hmm. Wilt and Bill helped to popularize it and right. then in the seventies you kind of didn't have that star power you had a drug problem in the league it was it was um take delayed one game yeah. a week yeah yeah. And then Magic and Bird completely changed that yeah. and helped to turn everything around. But they still, the NBA was strict on like maintaining that that image. Image, of and it wasn't just shoes. It was, it was the uniform, right? Yeah, uniform. The shorts got to be this. Yeah, and the shoes had to be the color of your uniform. So if you're wearing white, you had to wear white. If you're wearing yeah. black, that had to be black, right? Yeah. Um. Which is cool too, because then this why why I bring it up is because that kind of brought up the issue of those rules, right? And then later on, what was it? Uh, Marbury and uh, and Garnett wore those long shorts, right? And yeah. Fine for that, yeah. right? And then there was the rule where you had to dress up to show up to the games and wear your suits and you know all yeah. that stuff. And then you look at it now, it, even in the NFL, custom custom cleats were like taboo. You yeah. you get fined a lot of money for that. Now you. Every player almost does it. You yeah. Know? NBA, any player wears whatever they want now. Basically, you're they wear neon green and pink shoes with a blue uniform. You know. Yeah. So it's, it's it's come such a long way that issue, right? That. <clears throat> and it's crazy because it it had to be broken down mm-hmm. though because they had the they they called it the fifty one percent rule mm-hmm. where the shoes had to be mostly the color of the team you're playing for. Right. So like you said, if you're wearing white, the shoes are white. Yep. If you're wearing green, the shoes are green. Yep. But but then in, I think in the early 2000s, they finally changed that. And that's when you started to see different kind of shoe colors. And Oh, yeah. I, I love that for the league, too, because it doesn't make them seem so stern about it. It seems like they, they're listening to the players, right? Yeah. Uh, and they understand that the fans love it, too. And, yeah. You know, this is a whole – it's just a whole thing, too. But now it becomes like, okay, the, you, the player wears these shoes up. All the kids are gonna buy it, right? No matter what the color. Yeah, <clears throat> it definitely it, it changed it changed everything because for sure. I mean, even the coaches aren't wearing suits now, like. Or you see coaches wearing suits with with Jordans. Yeah, basketball Absolutely, shoes, yeah. the cool shoes. You know, they're they're trying to be part of the culture too. Don Stolly, she's always got amazing. Great every kicks. pair. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Hardaway. He's, yeah. he doesn't wear anything other than really cool yeah. shoes. Like, you know. Um, so I, I I love that part of it too, you know, and I love for that sure. specifically with the Jordan one. Now that you don't see it on the court, for me, you know, you see wedding parties. Okay, guys, all of us yep. are going to wear Jordans. Yeah. Or, uh, 
you know, Grandpa isn't wearing those Monarchs anymore. Grandpa got a pair. <laughs> Grandpa got a pair of Chicago One. He looks sick. Don't you, knock the. Wait you for, know what I mean? Just wait for the Monarch episode, bro. <laughs> This is going to blow your mind. A Monarch episode would be amazing. I'm going to bring in my dad as a special guest. Dad and Pete Carroll. <laughs> Pete Carroll has his own Monarch. No. Bro. No. And it's expensive. I'm not even kidding you. It's a blue with a neon green oh my for, the, for the Seahawks. And I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fire. It's pretty fire. I believe it's um, pretty nifty. nifty. <laughs> That's how they're described. That's the marketing for the... It was the, the absolute tops. <laughs> yeah. It was it was the bee's knees. Bee's knees is what they called the colorway. <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks, bee's knees. The way. bee's knees, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. But it, it's crazy. I, I love that Nike kind of backed them on it, right? Because it's like, hey, go ahead, wear it. If you get fine, we'll pay it. Um, and it's crazy. It's, too. It embodies your jersey in your city, right? You got to represent your yeah. city. So I yeah. think that's the point. Which it's just it's crazy though that they had that level of confidence in him as a rookie, as like the first team sport athlete to be marketed in this way. Yes. So it's it's crazy that it obviously it worked out okay. Right. <laughs> but when so like the, he wore the Jordans first in November. When did they first like hit the streets? They they hit the streets in April of '85. So. Okay. Um, Amazingly enough, the Jordan one came out at sixty five dollars in retail stores. That probably was expensive then. Which was back then, if you're a kid, you know, maybe that's Christmas of, and your birthday. A lot of money, right? You know, if even that. If um, yeah. And the first two months, it flew off the shelves. So seventy million Ooh. in the first two months. Um, which shot Nike into a different direction, right? Into a different realm. So all of a sudden strategy. now, yeah, <laughs> we got something here, right? We have some money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and they knew, and they realized, okay, maybe, you know, let's, what they said was, you know, Jordan, we'll make Jordan wear the black toe colorway uh, during home games, the bread colorway at road games, and then obviously he wore the bread in the all, you know, the all-star game or the dawn contest, so and what's the black toe colorway? Because I'm I'm really don't even know that much so, about the signature ones. So it's basically predominantly black and white, okay, with red. But then the toe and the front of the toe is black. Oh, so okay. They just gave it that nickname, the black toe. It's famous colorway now. Really yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's even came out with like packs with another shoe last last few years. But you know, when you think of Jordan One, you think Chicago. Bread, you know, a royal or a black toe. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. just like Those the, four, the four, right? Yeah. Top dogs. Yeah, and um, I think he always went back to the Chicago. So, like you know, you we talked about the last dance. He wore the Chicago yes. ones yeah. in Madison Square Garden. And I'm sure you have the, Yeah, I'm last. sure you have his numbers on that. I do. I um, do. And he, yeah, crazy. What what, what did he have on? on the, that? So this was you know this was supposed to be his last game in MSG and. Uh, he he played. He had a killer killer game in the in the Jordan ones. Uh, Forty two points, six assists, eight rebounds, three steals, one block, only two two turnovers, only one foul, right? And shot over fifty percent. Oh my god! And the W, of course, like it's Jordan. Like, right? It's just it's just crazy though. But he did say like that game killed his feet having to go back. Oh yeah. Which is just it's so crazy how things change so rapidly mm-hmm. like after those shoes came out. Oh yeah. He started getting 
better equipped for basketball players' feet, where like right. you can't even like no one wears Jordan ones right. on to play anymore. Right. It's like a it's a fashion statement now. Oh, for sure, it, exactly. Um, I think at that point uh, at Madison Square Garden, he was already on the eleven, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so you know the technology and the shoes were you know, light years ahead of the yeah. Jordan one already. Completely right. Probably. So, so for him to go back to the one and then do what he did, obviously you, if you watch the documentary, his feet were bleeding, right. Even though they were taped up, his yeah. toes were, you know, hurting. It is interesting though. Cause he's like in the documentary, he talks about it. He says like the first time I played in Madison square garden, his favorite arena to play in, he wore the ones. And so he said like in 98, this is my last time here. I'm going to wear the ones again to end it here. Of course, he came back with the Wizards. I looked it up. He didn't in his last game in MSG. He didn't wear ones. Right. I, I don't. I'm not sure what he wore, but I could tell it, it was it was a newer it was a newer shoe so for sure. It's interesting that he he didn't really finish out at MSG in the ones, which I mean, at his age at that time, that would have probably sucked. He right. <laughs> right. And I think he under, understood too. I think at that point, right, um, he came back with the Wizards. He did. Yeah. Different, different color jersey, different city, obviously, yeah. right? So that that period of his career uh, produced a lot of cool colorways, also oh, yeah. iconic colorways, also like cool grays. You you see that you see that a lot down. It's really expensive. Um, a lot of the blues colorways in his Jordans, like you know, like the fifteens, like later on models, right? When he, in his career, you see, that's where you see a lot of those. Because of because of the Wizards, the Wizards have been a bad franchise. But, but they they <laughs> got made some, some bad sick, decisions. Sick colors though. <laughs> yeah. Those old those old like bronze and blue jerseys. Right. Those are sick. Right. Those are super sick. Right. And uh, I just watched an interview with Mark Cuban, and when he was on the way back to Jordan was on the way back to the NBA. I guess Mark Cuban had showed up to a meeting that Jordan was at. And he had all the paperwork contracts out. Oh my god! And Mark saw that. Okay, this is my last pitch. You know, you know, the, we got everything. We'll offer you the same thing. The Maver- Mavericks will offer you the same thing that the Wizards are offering you. You know, our team's pretty good too. Probably better than the Wizards at that point. Yeah. At that point, um, do you want to? You know, come over here. This is my last pitch to you. Uh, Jordan had his heart set already. Obviously, the contracts on the, you know, on the table, and he's, he's ended up signing with the Wizards. History, you know. Mark Mark Cuban has always been chasing that that second star. He always gets yeah. one. He gets one right. star, and they're great. But he's always chasing that second right. star. Right. Uh, yeah, and that's the case now, I guess. Right. <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> that's what Luca wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure Mark Cuban would like that, but mm-hmm. who knows? I don't know. Who who knows what's gonna happen with that team, especially? Exactly. But you know, going back to the Wizards, he did not have a Jordan One uh, Wizard colorway. Interesting. Um, I, mean, I also, tight, I think, I th- yeah, which brings me back to that Madison Square Garden point. I think he saw, he said, okay, you know, what? I'm just, I'm not. It's time to not wear this on the court anymore. No, especially yeah. at his old age and yeah. the Wizards, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> that's crazy, though. It's 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 definitely there's so much history in that shoe with with MJ and just like how people like loved it. Oh, for it's sure. Just completely. Like everything about it, they were like, "I gotta have, I gotta have the shoe." Like, mm-hmm. there's so many testimonials from people being like, "Oh, I saved up, like I had, right. I had to have the shoe, like I had right. to have it." So, it's crazy how that worked out. Just, just with one, with one guy. 
right and 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 the impact right so like what did, what do kids what did kids tell you back then or what did they say when the jordan one came out like oh it makes you feel like michael jordan right oh i can jump higher i want to be like i Mike. can play better you know and this that, that impacted a lot of kids man maybe it yeah. made them play better maybe it helped them make a team right confidence right, right there so it's just crazy how the one shoe, you know, and look, and obviously the man that wore it, wore it. So, and it's still <clears throat> like it's still, it has lasting power. Like everyone loves Jordan ones. Like if you can right. get a rare one, mm-hmm. like you're in. Like that's people will go out of the way to try and find it. Oh yeah, and even I've got like I got, I know a few players in recent history have tried to have worn them in game. Right. Okay, so this is, okay, guys. So me and Julian are gonna battle right here because we we both had a hard time figuring out what players wore ones, and there weren't there really aren't many. We we had no. to dig. We really had to dig for this. No, um, we have one that's the same. It's gotta be P- PJ, <laughs> PJ Tucker because yeah. he's you know sneaker king. Yeah, but but I'm interested to see who you got okay. yeah, next. Okay. Okay. Me, wait, I don't really have many. I only have one more after that. So I let, only have one more after so that let me, too. Let me go, let me go first. Okay. I'm gonna describe this player to you. Um, and you're gonna, I'm gonna have you guess. I'm okay, if it's the same one that I got, but let's, let's it see. Probably, let's, it probably let's go. is. It probably is. Okay, so this player is a guard. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's a oh really? Player. Okay, so okay. he's a guard, a shorter guard. Okay. Uh, let's see. He uh, basically stayed or was on one team for the for his whole career, but towards the end of his career, went to another team. So two teams. Uh, a, a, amazing career. Amazing. Tony Parker? Amazing. Nope. Nope. Amazing career. He has, I want three rings. He has three rings. Three rings. One, two, three. That's right. <laughs> he has three. <laughs> I have to count for a second. Three rings. Um, what else can I say? Um, Danny Green. He plays on an East Coast team. Both teams that he was on was the East Coast team. He was a guard, like I said. Shorter guard. And um, at one point, D- definitely top five player. Oh, three easily top, uh, I feel amazing like I player. I can't. I can't tell you. I definitely should know. Uh, this might give it away. So he, he uh, uh, in his prime, him and Kobe could have possibly been one A one B. I don't know. That might. I don't know if that helps you. Oh, and 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 and, and, and cool enough. The one he wore was the Chicago one, and it oh, matched. Man. It matched their jersey. Who is it, Julian? <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh. It's gotta be Raymond Felton. <laughs> um, Close. No. Um. Okay. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Here, I'll give you another I feel clue. Like I should definitely he, know. He ended up um, being a Jordan Brand player, and then after Jordan Brand, ended up being a leaning player. So oh, I don't know if that helps. It, oh, is it D Wade? Yes. D Wade. Ah. D Wade. I don't. We don't. Ding ding ding. Oh, that's pretty. That's damn. That's pretty tight. I, so I, I was amazed that I found that picture. I re, I found a story that he he wore it only for the first half. Uh, I, and I mean, I've heard tons of players say they only can wear right. a single pair of shoes. Like Chuck said that all the time. Like right. you can only go through a pair of shoes per half. Right. But I don't crazy. know the story behind why D Wade did it. Um, but he only wore it for the first half, and it was oddly enough against the Knicks. Maybe so that's wonder, why. Maybe maybe, maybe he, he saw Jordan do that and said, I'm going to do it too. That's a good one. I definitely – I didn't see anything about that when I was when I was looking for that. 
I I also want to correct myself. I forgot he was on the Bulls. I th- I said two teams. The Cavs is what I thought of, and the Heat. Yeah. And then he was also on the Bulls. He's so three teams. Bulls. Three teams. Three teams. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. That's that's pretty solid. Hook me up, Julian. Who you got? Let's well, see. Let, let me lay this on you first. So okay. PJ Tucker. Okay. Obviously, he wore them. La- the, the most recent time I could find him wearing them in a game right. was against the Lakers, actually, when he was on the Rockets. 2017. He, I mean, he had a PJ Tucker game. He yeah. He had eight points, seven boards, one steal, and went three from seven. But they Seven won. blocks. Yeah. <laughs> 62 steals. Yeah. Five flops. <laughs> But no, they won. He had a plus fifteen on the box score, so that's good. Oh wow! But I mean, that's that's an okay game. Yeah. In, in Jordan ones, as far right. as game, I mean, it's kind of hard because it's like if you wear if you wear ones, you're going up against Mike. So yeah, any, any stat line you get is going to be mediocre compared to Michael Jordan. Correct. But my that my second guy that I found, okay, he actually did have a good game, and I'll 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 try and give you some hints here. He. The, he in the game that I have his stats for from when he wore ones, he also played the Rockets and PJ Tucker was still on the team. He is a former Rocket, okay, and has played for both LA franchises. He's he's tall. He's like forward center kind of guy. <laughs> he was playing for an LA franchise okay. at the time of this game. Was he a role player? Is he a star? No, he's a role player. He he. He might be six man of the year. I have to look that up. He he might have won six man of the year. And you said he's a forward. He's he's like a center forward type guy. He's a big dude. He's like a crash the boards. Oh wow! Energy hustle guy. Okay. And he played for both L.A. franchises. Both L.A. franchises. Six man of the year. Six man of the year. Both is he on any other teams? He is currently in the NBA still. Really? And he's bounced around a lot. Udonis Haslam. <laughs> he didn't play for the Lakers. So. He, he might have. He's yeah. been playing so long. I Who knows? Know. That grandpa. Um, oh, wow. I am stumped. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, I, have a, I have a good guess. And I, I, I think it might. It's actually a really good guess. Lamar Odom? No, that oh. a, that's a super good guess. It's not Lamar Odom. Because I thought automatically he played for both LA Base teams played, and the played, Heat. And was six man. And the six and man of the year. Now that makes perfect sense. No. Wow. Uh, this just... guy has three L's in his first and last name combined. That doesn't help, but you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love that hint so much. <laughs> if you know how to spell if this you know guy's how to sp- name, yeah, that's right. you got it. You gotta give me some more, man. He he just missed out on the bubble championship. Okay. Um, he was not with the Lakers at that time. Uh, he currently is on an East Coast team. He's been on East Coast teams for the last few years. Okay. He got traded by the Lakers to an East Coast team, along with a few other pieces on the Lakers. Okay. Recently. Wow, that's interesting. And he played for Lakers and the Clippers. Oh man, I think you got me stumped, man. All right, who you got? Uh, the three L's: Mon- Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. Wow. M O N T R E Z L. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset L. about that. Yeah, very, yeah. I, should, wore, I, I wonder if I can find that picture. But yeah, mm-hmm. he played. They played the the Clippers. Play the Rockets. Same. It oddly same season that PJ Tucker wore them against the Lakers. But the Rockets won again. 
Trez had a good game, though. 22 points, four boards, two assists, a steal and a block, nine for 14. Right. But, the I mean, even though he played well, that's definitely not the highlight of the game. Right. Because that was that game when Harden hit that insane step back. Oh, uh, yeah. On uh, Wesley Johnson. Oh, yeah. That just disrespectful. The, s- the sad years yes. for us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess the Clippers. Oh, it's it the Clippers. That game, oh, that, that oh the uh, the one where the, he fell. Where he looks yeah. at him. Oh yeah, he no, stares him down. That game. Ouch. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, Clippers lost. So he wore it that game. Interesting. Yeah, he wore it that game. Okay. It's what I'm trying to see what colorway he wore. So that makes a lot of sense because Montrez is uh, a huge sneakerhead. Okay, I but didn't he know that. but he prides himself on like the the more out there colorways. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Let's see. No, it looks like he's just so yeah. Not, he was just rocking the Chicago sh- colorway. Okay, yeah. So those are the off-white Chicago ones. Okay. Those, yeah, you know, I don't know. You know Virgil Abloh. Yes. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, he obviously has a huge um, influence on the Jordan community yeah. and the sneaker Street community and just yeah. you know just fashion world. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that shoe. You know, he it's a Jordan one deconstructed, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And then he. His thing was he would write his name or the person's name that he was gifting the shoe to on it. So, like, it would say Trez you know, from Montrez or Drake says, you know, Champagne Poppy, right? And so, it's pretty, like, and again, tight. awesome. Like, he, the Jordan 1 Chicago, just the regular Jordan 1 Chicago, and then he designed that and, boom, it blew up. Everyone wanted that shoe. That shoe is like $4,000, $3,000. That's Amazing. crazy that Trez played in them. Yeah. He's personally gifted them. I don't yeah. know if I – I mean, I guess that makes it even cooler kind of. Right. But I wonder, I wonder if he changed shoes. I feel like he had to have changed he shoes. He had to, man, because – You don't want to ruin those with your bloody feet. Right. And I'm guessing – my guess would be that he had us a couple pairs. Yeah. And yeah. probably wouldn't wear the one that Virgil gave, right? I guess that's the thing. It seems like $4,000 for shoes is a lot. Right. But, like, we don't. Make, we don't we don't make NBA money. We don't make NBA money. That's right. Not yet. I I, I have a question though. Um, yes, lay it on me. Do Do you feel like like the Jordan One specifically? Like if you if you're a, even just you know high school or any type of basketball game, wearing that as opposed to any other shoe, do you feel like it gives you just like the kids back in the day? Does it give you extra power? Do you think it affects the NBA players' game specifically with the Jordan One? I mean, I th- I think. For an NBA player, I think it definitely could. Like, if you if you want to have a special game and you need you want to motivate yourself, because that's that's the biggest thing, right? All the great competitors talk about, right? Oh, I need motivation. I need I need some like I, I I look for something to push me, like being like, hey, I'm gonna wear the shoes that the greatest wore. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. And I mean, Travis had a good game. Like, they, they didn't win, but PJ Tucker had he had a decent game for PJ Tucker, and right. they won. Like. There, I mean, there's got to be something to it, right? Like, there's there's got to be something there. I think. I, I think. So. I think. Obviously, it's a mental thing, right? It's definitely uh, a mental thing. You know, I, but you know, I, I, for me, just for whenever I play, certain shoes makes me definitely like. Okay, I, you know, I got a Kobe on. I'm yeah. not necessarily playing like him, but I, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm gonna try. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna feel like I'm playing better. And, yeah. You know, if I win the game, I'll feel good. Obviously, yeah. that's interesting because like. My whole, my whole life of like playing ball, I've had like just one pair of shoes. I'm like, oh, these are my shoes for like ball. Because yeah. even though I like them, it's like it's never something I've I've sought out. So it's right. interesting to hear that mindset of like, oh, I'm gonna wear this, I'm gonna wear these today. Like I want to play, I want to play well, so I'm gonna wear my Kobe's. Like mm-hmm. 
that's pretty interesting. And then that brings in uh, like the fashion aspect of basketball now, right? This, you know, the the tunnel fit. Yeah. And yeah. You basically see the Jordan one there now, as opposed to on the court. So yeah, it was it was. I mean, it was interesting when I was trying to look up players that have worn it recently. Anthony Davis came up, whose jersey you are rocking today, right? And being Anthony Davis, he was wearing them when he was out that game. Mm-hmm. Shout out Anthony Davis. <laughs> Shout out Anthony Davis. Yeah, but that was pretty tight. I mean, they look, they look, they look good. Like he was, I mean, yeah. They like you said, they're just part of the. It's a fashion the, piece now. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure the the OGs and play, some players won't like that. You know, but it's it's just the evolution of it. I think right. So now, yeah. You see it everywhere in fashion. You know, it's cool to to have a pair, and not necessarily if your feet hurt, it don't matter. <laughs> you, you look fly. Cool, cool. <laughs> and that's you know that's what everyone's kind of going for now. Yeah, and it's definitely it's interesting because you see you you see every like people might I mean everyone knows who Michael Jordan is, but like people might not know anything about the NBA and be right. rocking a pair of like Jordan ones. Like the it's just something that. It's it's in like you could show that shoe to someone and they have no clue about anything regarding NBA or shoes and they'd be like oh yeah I've seen that I've seen that before right. like my friend has a pair of those or right. my brother has a pair of those like something like that right so it's definitely it's interesting how influential that shoe has ended up becoming oh yeah because even even if, like you said if people you know wish it was still a basketball shoe it's like things have changed so much in that time right where where like you need you need a certain shoe to to get through the game like you can't you can't have a shoe that's not built to last correct so that's right and do you think you think players will adjust and put maybe a different sole inside of it you know and so they can wear it in terms of more comfort but you just don't see it i think that's just the evolution of shoes now you you have the Greek freaks. You got the yep. Lucas. You got the the new Jordan thirty four. You got you got the Wardells. Kyries, you got the Wardells. You got the Lee Nick. There's just so many. There's so many brands. Now. Uh, right, and and New Balance. They're all focused right now on yep. comfort, right? Um, ankle support, whatever it may be. Um, I think Puma traction. I think Kyle Kuzma is a Puma guy now. Yeah, so he's also a goat. The very first goat athlete. I don't know if you. No, what's the, what's the, that? So the goat. App is basically like a stock X is kind of okay. Uh, resellers, you know, put shoes on there and yeah. clothes, toys. Yeah. Um, but Goat signed Kyle Kuzma to the first uh, Goat contract as an athlete, so basically he can choose any any shoe that they you know is in their inventory to to wear for oh, for the games. Okay. And then the, the Puma contract came in, so I, I don't know if that's still in in play, yeah. but. Obviously, shoe contracts more important. Yeah, or cooler. I mean, you gotta, yeah. Well, yeah. you're probably gonna get more money from Puma then. Oh, of course, and you yeah. know, eventually maybe get a line. Yeah, exa- that would be tight. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of entered into that fashion icon of the NBA, right? And category. I think, yeah, and he he him being on the Wizards kind of separated him, right? Now he's not in LA's shadow. With yeah, he gets to do his own thing, which probably brought up and made his game rise. And now he has that Puma. Awesome. There's been a lot of Wizards talk on this podcast. I know. <laughs> should go to DC those, one day. <laughs> hey, the Cherry Blossom colorway. They're, they're, oh those Cherry Blossom jerseys are they're super tight. Awesome. I, I love them. I love that they did that. Yeah. When, so taking it back to the ones. When so yeah. when did Jordan? When did he transition out? Of the ones, like what, what was what was that like? Okay, so after the eighty four eighty five season, he broke his foot against the yeah. Warriors, 
Yeah. Um, Pretty much and the whole season. The You know, we're obviously going to get into the Jordan 2 next episode, so I won't get into that too much. But that was already in um, production in terms mm-hmm. of design. Mm-hmm. And when Jordan was able to c- ready to come back, they thought, okay, well, if he was this Jordan one, we gotta find ways to protect his foot, the broken yeah. foot, right? Yeah. Um, especially since he's just coming back. So, um, like I was telling you earlier, I saw I, there's only one real video that, and I'm sure they have d- articles on it, mm-hmm. but that document these shoes that they had him wear for the meantime, right? So they put a Jordan two sole on a and a Jordan one upper on it and they had him wear that and test it out for a couple of games and he didn't really like it mm-hmm. um, they also tried one with a strap on the side next to the swoosh and it looked really funny and, and experimental yeah. at the time like now yeah. you see straps and yeah, yeah. diamonds and stuff on yeah. shoes but back then it was just wild but they put the strap to kind of keep the shoe and more in closer to his foot more enclosed and more protected yeah he also didn't really necessary like that um and he went back to the airship actually oh really so he went back That's to the ship and then wore the chicago ones a couple more times and then the two came out so okay. that's basically what he did the 86 season and the airship that was like the predecessor to the jordan one yes right? yeah yeah okay. and and a lot of people don't don't know that yeah um you think jordan one boom he wrote he wore it right away yeah um but it's not the case you no. know <laughs> It's interesting though. I do have that that his rookie season. I got I got a few more stats for you. Mm-hmm. So something interesting I read from from this is from sneakerhistory.com. After he first wore the Jordan ones on November seventeenth, nineteen eighty four, he stopped wearing them. He went back to the airship for uh, about a month, and then he started wearing the Jordan ones again. According to them, on December twentieth, nineteen eighty four. Okay. And like I said at the top of the the show, like that first game against the 76ers, not great for Jordan. He he only had 16 points and they lost. Once he once he put the the Jordan one on again that first game on December 20th against the Celtics, they won and he had a monster game. He yeah, had 34 points, seven assists, eight rebounds, five steals. Yep, and shot uh, 54% from the field yeah and i mean the a win against the larry bird celtics yeah like and at the that's height huge. the height of the celtics that's huge. crazy celtics team and it's crazy too because like who knows what maybe he was nervous to have his own shoe that first game yeah in in november maybe it didn't feel right pressure but maybe he only have the rest of his rookie season like he only had two more uh two more games where he scored less than 20 after that game against the celtics oh like, my god he he just went on a tear yeah like we know he does, mm-hmm. but his best game, best game in the Jordan once of his rookie season was in, on January 26, 1985 against Atlanta um, at home in Chicago, 45 points, 10 assists, eight rebounds, oh my four God. blocks, oh my God. five steals, 70% from the field. Oh my God. And the W 70, 70% as a, field. as a guard, as a guard. Wow. <laughs> Just not missing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm also surprised. Like, you know, I'm still, like, in awe, dude, right? It's just crazy. I mean. He's greatness. He's And then you think about the defense, right, back then. Completely is different. that is that a dom- the Dominique Hawks and Spud Webb I think, I Hawks? Don't, I don't think those guys were there yet. Maybe Neek was. I got to see when he was. 
because I mean, yeah, Neek was there. Yeah, Neek. I mean, Neek, Neek was not yet an All Star, but he was playing like one. Neek that season he was on the 20, way up. 27 points per game, seven oh rebounds gosh. per game. Pretty, yeah. Neek, Neek was good. That was definitely yeah. a pretty good Atlanta team. You know this. You know what I didn't get to look up. Which, which I did, which I wish I did, was the 63-point game against the Celtics. Uh, I don't know if you brought that up. I'm pretty sure he wore the one. Jordan I, wore the I ones in that. I feel like you're you're right because he the what's the iconic image or piece of footage from that game is the the, the in between in between dribble. Ooh, that's amazing, and I'm pretty sure he's wearing the ones in that. Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see if we can find it. Oh yeah. When uh, I'll, I'll let the expert. Let me know if that's correct, but oh, yep, that's the one. <laughs> that I mean, that's definitely his best game in the shoe. It's got to be. It's got to be the best game played in a pair of Jordan ones. In the yeah, playoffs, yeah, easily. Like set the like the one of the all time greatest scoring performances. I, I think th- is it still the highest in 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 the Garden? Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Uh, I know I know Larry gave a a really good. Post conference, yeah. yeah, calling him Black Jesus or something. <laughs> He's like, "That's God out there." On That's the, God on the out there on the court. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, which is a lot coming from Larry, right? Still, still the most points ever scored in the playoff game. Wow. Jordan sixty three. Wow, which is yeah. Nuts. So there you go. That's the best game. That's the greatest game ever in a Jordan one. In a pair of Jordan we're, gonna, we're gonna stamp that right now. That's the best game ever, and it's gonna be official. Probably the probably ever because no one's ever gonna wear the Jordan one. No one's on no court. one's ever gonna wear it. No one can do what he did right so that's yeah that's a wrap color uh i also want to talk a little bit about his the, the other cool colorways so he yeah laid on me so like a, a famous one a famous colorway for the jordan one black white and orange shattered backboards really one of my favorite colorways of all time of any shoe I, i'm a sucker for orange i don't know what why but that specific color blocking people love it it's, it's huge shattered really backboards. Uh, he played. He played a tournament, um, just like a you know, kind of like a. I'm showing up Ooh. here in Italy. Yeah, that's pretty fly. Amazing. So that's that one there, and then these came out. This is the 3.0, With and then the all black a, body. Yeah, and then there's <clears throat> there's a home version. This isn't. Yeah, this is the home. Yeah, that's the home version. Um, so basically, he showed up in Italy one one year. The jerseys for the for that game it was almost like a celebrity game type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were white, and then the other team were orange, and it was the first backboard that Michael Jordan broke in the in a game. Whoa! There's no there's no footage of it. I yeah. believe there's like yeah. a really bad <laughs> um, videotape, like the first video t- <laughs> footage of it, like him just running up and down the court with the with the in the game. Yeah. And uh, but there's no footage of him breaking it, but they created that colorway because of that game, and that shoe is amazing. And then that, and then obviously you bring it back to now. There's a lot of uh, women designers that have designed Jordan ones. You know, there's a lot of artists okay, that have designed yeah. Jordan ones. What's okay? Let's let's go to this then. What's your favorite? If you if you could own any pair of Jordan ones. Which which colorway? What are you What are you going? I, I, or if you can only let's say if you can only wear one, wear one for the rest of for the yeah. rest of my life. It's got to be Chicago ones. Chicago ones. It's, I always flip flop between bread and Chicago, but yeah. it's just so classic, man. It's so classic. You you really can't. There's nothing like red, black, and white on a on a basketball shoe. Is 
yeah. he's probably like the staple man and he's know? and that's he's why though like he's yeah the reason those colors have stayed although i gotta say the carolinas beautiful if i had to own a pair it might be those beautiful and i do not own a pair of jordans right I, again another another pair of shoes that is in the thousands just because of the 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 culture right the love the love for the jordan one what it's come to and just everyone loves that baby blue with a white you know it's it looks i mean that looks it's so like beautiful those are beautiful right? <laughs> that's, that's the only word i hear music when i hear it that's, you know that's the only um, way to describe it like roy 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 um williams yeah um, is he probably has an amazing north carolina collection oh for sure um and then he probably has some ones that we probably have never seen there's they have it's called an unseen pack right nike mm-hmm. has it's not just jordans it's all shoes yeah they send it to celebrities uh athletes you know you know high figures yeah. whatever um and they call it the unseen pack because they're not allowed to wear it they're not allowed to show it on tv and they're not allowed to post it on social media so it, it's marked as a special box and I've seen collectors that are like, okay, here's these pairs, but I can't show you this one, like right here. Wow. So it, that bugs me. It, it, you think now you think about those players, right? Did, what pairs do they have that you can't see? That you can't, you know, amazing. Know yeah, it's just cool. Let your imagination run wild on that. You really, yeah, you really can. Who knows? As Who a sneakerhead, drives you crazy. Yeah, you, you want to sure. See you for know sure. What I mean? It's nuts. Right. It's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy how one shoe change not not just like the nba and basketball but like fashion hip-hop like it's it's in so much that we we just kind of take it for granted now like how how things have changed big time crazy it's yeah it's amazing man you michael jordan's influence is obviously you know unprecedented but you know and then now you you add his that shoe and what it's brought it's just insane. Like you can go so many different directions with the shoe, man. Like, you, yeah. Like we can probably talk about this forever, but we don't bore. We don't bore anybody. Too so. late. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I mean, from the silhouette to the colorways, oh, yeah. even the swoosh t- to the swoosh, and then the performances that that Jordan gave us in those. Whether you like the Bulls or not. You know, whether you're a Jordan fan or not, you know, it, it speaks for itself. It's, it's immense. It's immense that yeah. these are cool. Mm-hmm. These are these these will, like you said, they'll make you better. Oh, yeah. Like he 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 talked the talk, but he walked the walk even more. Yeah, like he did it. He's the guy. Yeah. And and they release so many like hundreds and hundreds of different colors. But then you go back to the old ones, like the four that we talked about, and they just keep releasing them every four or five years because people need them, man. You know, people, crazy. people want that. So pretty awesome shoe. Um, can obviously keep going, going with it. But, but that's the Jordan one, man. I think that's it. That covered it. Yeah, beautiful shoe, bro. I mean, I flip flop. Jordan one is one my favorite for sure in t- terms of Jordans. I flip flop with that and the, the Jordan four. Real, real quick. This I got the I got the top selling supposedly according to Lux like the top selling Jordans, uh, Jordan One Black Toe, okay, Jordan One Chicago, mm-hmm. Jordan One Retro High OG Bordeaux, Bordeaux, okay, and uh, Air Jordan Mid mm-hmm. One, okay, red, red. 
mm-hmm. the bread one. Mm-hmm. So all Jordan ones, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, in culture now, the Jordan one mid is very much hated on. Really, it's very and so much to where the word mid means whack, it right? Means, yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, to me, which is kind of dumb because it's always like wear what you like, right? I don't like that. There's this yeah. whole stigma. Like, oh, it's a mid. It's ugly, right? Yeah. People don't know Jordan wore the mid a couple games. He wore the Chicago Chicago mids. Uh, I want to say maybe ten games less. Really? Is um, it rookie year? I'm not too sure. I should have looked that up as well. But he definitely wore the mids. I like. I mean, the high tops are definitely. They're better. But it's just, and then the colors for the mids aren't as good as the ones. But the ones. The mids that they did come out with the original colorways, it's the same shoe, just a little yeah. lower. I think I think we mean you should play one on one in ones in Jordan ones, and give our stats on the, ne- stats. On the next episode. Winner takes the shoes. Performance, yeah, performance was not good. <laughs> I went five for twenty three. Mm-hmm. Four bloody toes. Four. One, one cramp. One cramp, and. <laughs> Two turnovers. 200 <laughs> gaffes for air. Yes. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the Jordan we pretty much one. covered it. Yeah. Um, next episode, we're going to be talking about the Jordan 2. Very interesting. The Jordan I'm 2. I'm very curious. Very I don't even know if I know what a Jordan 2 looks like. Very controversial Jordan. Probably the most controversial Jordan. Wow. Two and three. Probably the two and three, but the okay. two for sure. In terms of the sneaker world, in terms of like NBA players, there's it's it's about fifty fifty, like love and hate. Oh, and and how it was made is very interesting too. Okay, so, like we'll talk about that next. I'm time. ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah, man. Well, first episode was good. Is in the book. Pleasure doing this, man. Yes. I'm, again, I'm happy to do it. And you know what? Let's do it again. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't say no. You know, I can't say no. <laughs> All right, man. Well, till next time. Till next time. Signing out, man. Jordan ones. <laughs>